Hello and welcome to the Missouri Beef Industry Council Report. With me on the phone today is Jim Freeman of Salem, Missouri, who is treasurer on the board of the Missouri Beef Industry Council. And uh, Jim, we're going to talk a little bit today about distillers' grains. Um, I guess, uh, especially in the last year or so, the ethanol controversy has really reached a height and has uh, impacted the the beef industry, especially with the cost of grain. But distillers' grains are a co-product of ethanol and uh, are used within the beef industry. Um, Here in Missouri, what are we seeing as far as the use of distillers' grains? Well, quite a bit of effort is going into promoting the product of distiller's grain, dried distiller's grain, especially to cow-calf producers and stocker producers. The Corn Growers Association are cooperating a lot with efforts to inform them about the availability, also the quality, the feed stuff that uh, they can use. Now, we do have quite a few ethanol plants in operation here in Missouri. Are the producers, the beef producers, are using uh, distillers' grains generally close to those ethanol plants, or is it is it pretty well widespread around the state? I think it's pretty well widespread, Cindy, over the state. Uh, we've had several meetings in southwest Missouri, south-central Missouri, and I find producers in all of those areas that are using the DDGs and seem to be uh, liking it real well. And that was my next question. Uh, regarding uh, the uh, the quality of, of the product, how, how does it compare? And Is this a good feed source for cattle? It certainly is, mainly for supplementation. Uh, we think of uh, the cow-calf producers, the gilbert cows that are on some poor-quality fescue hay could use a few pounds of distiller's grain and use a, a supplement. It also works well in a mix for a feed mix that they're, where they're going to actually feed the cattle out. A lot of this uh, product does go to feedlots and to feeders with the availability of it and also maybe to cheapen down their rations or their feed stuff. So certainly, it's something that we are encouraging folks to look into and check on and shop around and know that it's available and know a little bit about its quality Certainly a real advantage of the distiller strain is the fact it doesn't have the starch in it and then taken out when it goes through the distiller process. And then you also have, from that, you have a high-quality protein for beef cattle, and it goes into a bypass protein form. This makes it for a real good quality feed for cattle. Now, uh, you mentioned that uh, you're working with the corn growers. I know there's quite a bit of research going on on both uh, sides, both on the, on the beef cattle side and on the, on the corn grower side, making sure that the quality is up to standards. Well, I think uh, these are some things that we're learning and having to check on is that, that, that we'd have a consistent product of quality. Most of all, though, that the, with our beef checkout program, there's some funding that's been done to Kind of be sure to check on the safety of the product, and some of that research was done in some of our land-grant institutions. Come out very good. I haven't seen any problems with E. coli or change in the quality and grade and in the uh, yield grade. Yield grade increased just a little bit in a test or two, but uh, everything else was equal whether it was used in the ration or not. So... 
this was something we didn't know about what it might do as far as, you know, when you use quite a bit of it in interaction, what it might do in uh, changing meat quality. But we're, we're proud to say that that research has shown that it holds up very good. Now, you, you mentioned uh, dried distillers grains, and that's what we hear the most about, the DDGs. But there's also a, a wet form of this. What's the difference between the two, and is there research being done to see whether one is better than the other? Certainly, the, the similar research was done on some of the wet with two of the uh, research trials, and uh, it, it's an excellent uh, feed source as far as uh, the, the quality. It's also a very palatable uh, livestock love it. Uh, we see more of it going into some of the larger feedlots where they can are close enough that they can ha- or that they can handle larger quantities. They have one now that they understand that some of the distillers are coming out with called a modified wet. It's about 40% moisture. It keeps well uh, bag it, or they can put it in a silo and pack it pretty well and cover it, and it stays good. Otherwise, if they get it, those that are close enough to plants feed the wet. They try to feed it within seven days so it doesn't get moldy or spoil on them. Okay, um, I think that uh, pretty well covers the topic. I appreciate you talking to us today about that, Jim. That's Missouri Beef Industry Council report. I'm Cindy Zimmerman reporting.